Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Judges chapter 4. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, now that Ehud was dead. So the Lord sold them into the hands of Jabin, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor. Sisera, the commander of his army, was based in Harosheth Hagoim. Because he had 900 chariots fitted with iron and had cruelly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years, they cried out to the Lord for help. Now Deborah, a prophet, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at that time. She held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites went up to her to have their disputes decided. She sent for Barak, son of Abinoim, from Kadesh in Naphtali, and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go, take with you ten thousand men of Naphtali and Zebulun, and lead them up to Mount Tabor. I will lead Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops, to the Kishon River, and give him into your hands. Barak said to her, If you will go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Certainly I'll go with you, said Deborah. But because of the course you are taking, the honor will not be yours. For the Lord will deliver Sisera into the hands of a woman. So Deborah went with Barak to Kadesh. There, Barak summoned Zebulun and Naphtali, and 10,000 men went up under his command. Deborah also went up with him. Now Heber, the Kenite, had left the other Kenites, the descendants of Hobab, Moses' brother-in-law, and had pitched his tent by the great tree in Zanaim near Kadesh. When they told Sisera that Barak, son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, Sisera summoned Hashereth Hagoyim to the Kishon River, all his men and his 900 chariots fitted with iron. Then Deborah said to Barak, Go, this is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Has not the Lord gone ahead of you? So Barak went down to Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. At Barak's advance, the Lord routed Sisera and all of his chariots and army by the sword, and Sisera got down from his chariot and fled on foot. Barak pursued the chariots and army as far as the land they had come from, and all Sisera's troops fell by the sword. Not a man was left. Sisera, meanwhile, fled on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. Because there was an alliance between Jabin, king of Hazor, and the family of Heber the Kenite, Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come, my lord, come right in. Don't be afraid. So he entered her tent, and she covered him with a blanket. I'm thirsty, he said. Please give me some water. She opened a skin of milk and gave him a drink and covered him up. Stand in the doorway of the tent, he told her. If someone comes by and asks you, is anyone there, say no. But Jael, Heber's wife, picked up a tent peg and a hammer and went quietly to him while he lay fast asleep, exhausted. She drove the peg through his temple into the ground, and he died. Just then, Barak came by in pursuit of Sisera, and Jael went out to meet him. 
Come, she said, I will show you the man you're looking for. So he went in with her, and there lay Sisera with the tent peg through his temple, dead. On that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, before the Israelites. And the hand of the Israelites pressed harder and harder against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they destroyed him. Now, this is a very interesting chapter. Once again, at the beginning, we read that uh, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, so that the Lord sold them into the hands of Jabin, king of Canaan. And um, he had 900 chariots apparently fitted with iron. And so he, he subjugated the Israelites for 20 years. And they cried out to the Lord for help. Now, in verse 4, we read about a very interesting person. Deborah, a prophet, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at that time. This Deborah was the judge over Israel. She was the governmental head over Israel. Not only the judge over Israel, but a prophet or prophetess, if you will, and the wife of um, a certain gentleman, Lapidoth. So wife, prophet, judge. Now, if there were no other women in positions of authority in the entire Bible but Deborah, this Deborah would be of special note. But there are women in positions of authority. Deborah comes on the heels of uh, Moses' sister, Miriam, who was a prophetess in Israel. So it's not unprecedented to have a female prophet or prophetess. But this leading the nation of Israel, this was something new in Israel's history. There's no indication that Deborah was anything other than a virtuous woman. There's no indication this was not the will of the Lord. And so we have to assume that God raised up this lady, Deborah, to lead his nation, Israel, to serve as a prophet in the days that she was um, uh, leading Israel, as well as she was a wife. And so in her own home, the relationship may have been different than in the national setting. But in the national setting, she was the fourth judge over Israel and a virtuous judge. So she held court under the palm of Deborah, a palm tree. And this Barak was sent for. And so when Barak came, she said, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go take with you 10,000 men of Neptali and Zebulun and lead them up to Mount Tabor. I will lead Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give him into your hands. Now, this Barak was a little frightened about this. Remember, they had been... Um, uh, subjected to the rulership of the Canaanites for 20 years. So Barak responded. He said, if you'll go with me, I'll go. But if you won't go with me, I won't go. And this was to us, to my ears, and perhaps to yours, this sounds kind of cowardly, kind of wimpy. But her response was very bold. She said, certainly I'll go with you. But that wasn't the end of it. She prophesied next. She said, but because of the course you're taking, the honor will not be yours. For the Lord will deliver Sisera into the hands of a woman. Now, I'm sure this Barak was thinking she was talking about herself. But there was another plan. So Deborah and Barak go to Kadesh. Uh, they fight. They overcome Sisera. And um, Sisera flees. In verse 17, Sisera, meanwhile, fled on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. So here we have another lady, this Jael. And uh, this Jael goes out to meet Sisera and says, come on into the tent. Don't be afraid. And so he entered her tent. She covered him with a blanket. He said, I'm thirsty. Please give me some water. So she gave him milk instead. And apparently that gave him some assurance, more assurance, and made him sleepy. 
he gave her instructions, stand in the doorway, and if somebody comes along and asks, is anybody in your tent, just say no. But Jael, Heber's wife, or Heber's wife, picked up a tent peg and a hammer and went quietly to him while he lay fast asleep, exhausted, and she drove the peg through his temple into the ground, and he died. So remember Deborah's prophecy, the honor won't be yours, Barak, because you didn't go out in faith. You demanded that a woman go with you and hold your hand. So a woman is going to get the victory. But it wasn't Deborah. It was this Jael. And so when Barak came by in pursuit of Sisera, Jael went out to meet him and said, come, I'll show you the guy you're hunting for. And she showed him the dead guy. And uh, uh, she was able to overcome Israel's enemy. Now, friends, this is a very interesting chapter. And my takeaway is that Deborah was operating in faith, that Jael was operating in faith, that they were the virtuous ones, they were the, the winners, and certainly there's some truth to that. But in the New Testament, Barak is listed as someone who had faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, the writer of Hebrews in verse 32 says, and what more shall I say? I don't have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, there's the name, Samson and Jephthah, all of those are, are judges, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered judgment, gained what was promised, and shut the mouths of lions, and so forth. So this Barak is listed in the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews, as someone uh, who was virtuous and full of faith. So I guess there are degrees of faith. He had enough faith to go fight, but he required that Deborah go with him. And on some level, he didn't have um, enough faith, but he did have faith enough to overcome his fears and go out and fight. Now, faith or courage is not the complete absence of fear and doubt. True faith and true courage means that you do what's right, even if you are afraid, even if you do have doubts. And so, Lord, we pray that we would be courageous people and people full of faith who do what we know to be right, even though we don't understand the nature of how we're going to overcome the enemy. Lord, we trust you. Lord, may we operate in faith like Barak did, like Deborah did, like Jael did. God, may we be overcomers in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.